0: Hello and welcome to Motorsport Now, a podcast created by myself, Jay Paveley, to find out what motorsport competitors are doing right now with no motorsport. My guest today is Tom Williams. Tom, tell us a bit about your rallying.
1: Jade, I'm uh, Tom Williams and I'm 21 years old. I've been competing and rallying for five years now. And uh, yeah, it's been a, a busy time and I'm um, trying to make my way um at the ranks and rallying
0: so you say you've been competing for a number of years what was your first event you did
1: uh my first ever event was in the under 17 junior 1000 rally championship in roskirk on a karting track i think that was in a nissan micra and that's where it started
0: oh micra a lot of people do start off in Micras, don't they i've seen quite a few compete in the junior categories when i've been doing some single venues
1: Yeah, it's one of the best cars I've ever driven, actually. (laughs) uh, It's a really, really good car. I had it as a road car. Well, my first car I ever had on the road, and I had it for ages until it died, but otherwise, it was all good.
0: (laughs) Sorry, so was it your road car that you converted into a rally car? No,
1: no, no, no. no. I had a micro road car. Yeah, yeah. I just loved them so much. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: And um, so, what were you actually supposed to be doing in 2020?
1: Uh, well, this year is uh, a really different year to what I've had. I've always been I've been in front-wheel drive uh, for the last uh, four to five years. And this year is the big change, the big step that will take some rallying, going from uh, two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive. So this year we decided to do it, and I'll be out of a one-mate championship that I've been in for the last two years. So yeah, it was a big step in uh, four-wheel drive uh, with a new team, new co-driver and a new car. So it was a lot of change and um, yeah, that's where we're going in 2020. But uh, we we're only picking and choosing because everyone knows in rallying, R5's a big step, it's an expensive one. Mm. So we uh, we always knew we were gonna just pick and choose events this year to learn what I'm doing, but it can also work with our budget.
0: So how many events did you actually do before Corona came? Uh,
1: I did I did one event I did the cambrian rally uh which was i we we were never going to do an event this early on, but I really really wanted to just do one to see how how it felt where I could be and then we can make a plan of what direction I should go to after this and um I was really i enjoyed it so much I loved doing that event the car was so good and it was just a great atmosphere and I just um I just really wanted to get back out as soon as I finished the event but. We, just have to, we were working on budget so we weren't going to be doing some events for the next month or two after that, and then uh, this all happened, <laughs> which isn't the end of the world for us, but it, it's just mental.
0: <laughs> you say it's not the end of the world, is that because you can kind of take stock, kind of plan your budget, you're obviously not spending anything on competing at the moment, so in a way has it kind of been a bit of a silver lining for you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we weren't going to be doing any events um, through all this time anyway. So it's it's a lot worse for others who are in the middle of a championship because uh, we, we also entered the British Championship. So I'm still in it at the moment after missing, uh, what was it, Circuit of Ireland, Miss Clacton now, and probably the next few. So I'm still in the championship.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess like everyone else, you've been playing quite a lot of dirt rally.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did uh, one of them until it broke. I was, uh, what was I doing? I think it was, there was a rally drivers club uh, on Dirt Rally. And uh, yeah, I did the first round and broke the car off on the first stage.
0: <laughs> well, at least it didn't cost you anything. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, you get some ambitious drivers. <laughs> you see all the actual drivers are actually going off, and then you have. A lot of the guys and the gamers are really good.
0: Well it's just the massive amount of time you can spend playing these games, isn't it? it I think really helps. Uh,
1: I think they're a bit braver on the games than uh, in real life.
0: Well, that's it. Do you think it actually helps? Is that one of the things that's keeping you focused?
1: Um, I like I enjoy the rally games and I've always I've always played them when I'm younger, but I play a lot of the circuit games because the circuit games you can really um, go and lap in lap out and adjust things and make a difference. The rally games I really enjoy. I do them because it's, it's good. Like all the R5 stuff, similar, and you have the pace notes. But you don't have that. Um, you don't know if you're in the middle of the air. You don't know if you're jumping or you're over the bump, that kind of that sensation where you're in a car. It moves a lot more. So sometimes you don't know how fast you're going. And so sometimes there's be getting thrown up into the air. And you have no idea where you are.
0: Yeah, I've always found that really hard because you just don't get that sensation. It's quite disconnected, even though visually it's amazing.
1: I I think it's really good because they are so realistic, the way the notes are and the graphics and everything. So they're really good if you treat it as a real rally stage. You don't need maybe actually go over and make some paste notes and do the stage a few times. But uh, a lot of the guys on the online uh, races are learning the stages as if it was a race, a uh, circuit race. Yeah. So uh, if you're learning the stages, that's not too good.
0: <laughs> I saw your Instagram feed that you had your navigator next to you.
1: Yeah, I did it. I did it. I've done it a few times. And it actually was really good. Uh, we ma- we made actual pace notes for the dirt games. and uh, did you? Yeah that's uh really good actually because um no fault to Phil Mills on those notes but someone who <laughs> made the notes on there some are a bit ambitious
0: <laughs> yeah i'm pleased you said that um i do find it quite difficult because the note's the wrong way round for me
1: yeah especially when you're really, you're trying to do your best and you're getting really competitive and then some some note comes out of no <laughs> like some of them are so uh, they're just so uh i don't know ambitious and they're yeah you get flown up into the tree.
0: it could happen though when you're learning to write your own notes it's it's a fine line and it's you know a real skill to be able to write your own notes properly is is that something that you do
1: i've always made notes completely from scratch and that's they're completely personal to you it is really it is really hard to make notes from scratch and it takes a long time mm-hmm. to learn because you've got to know what you need and what you don't need and you have to have complete trust in uh, yourself that you're going to make the right note so uh yeah it's, it's a really good uh, thing on the on the dirt game as long as you have a co-driver with you or someone who can do the notes because you can um, make it as uh, personal as you want on the game and that actually really worked for me um so yeah that was good
0: what else are you doing to try and keep your mind sharp are you doing a bit of fitness are you careful what you're eating
1: yeah of course i'm training as usual and just trying to keep my diet uh, as best as i can but it's a lot harder now um
0: <laughs> why is that what's kind of tempting you just, in the cupboards when the you
1: fridge? have yeah it's um uh, when you're always at home and um you know it's hard to, you got to keep the motivation up cause when you have an event your know, next event you're always aiming for your next event you know exactly what you're pushing towards and when you don't know when your next event is it, that can be quite tricky um but I'm still going into work. Um, cause I'm the only one there at the moment. So I'm going in treating, uh, my weekdays as working days. And that keeps me focused on the right time zone. Cause yeah, you can fall into a bit of a trap. You see people, <laughs> you stay in, you, you wake up, uh, no, you stay, you go to sleep at 4am in the morning and wake up at 4pm in the afternoon. <laughs> get, I've seen that all around everywhere. And it's, yeah, losing your time.
0: You just cover your tracks then. That's you've been doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might have done that. <laughs> but...
0: what's it you do for work?
1: Uh we do exhibitions, so that's what I do during the week. Uh that is doing so shows and events, uh, building exhibitions and I do that and it's our family business, which is what I do um every week. And this gives me the flexibility uh for the rallying as well. Uh which, which is uh, the biggest help?
0: Yeah, it's um, a bit of a misconception that people compete—that's all they do. But behind, you know, the feed on Instagram and Facebook and whatever, you, you know, you actually do have a day job.
1: Yeah, of course, i uh, <laughs> working, working. Um, yeah, working really hard uh, with the family business and just trying to find any opportunity we can uh, to make the racing work. It's a, um, huge huge. Um, it's, it's uh really helpful and it's um it's a massive advantage having this flexibility because i have had a few jobs before this and i got fired very quickly um
0: <laughs> was that uh, because uh, of lack of attendance or
1: yeah just asking for time off all the time <laughs> i just just because i uh, when i was when there was more when it gets when it gets busy it gets busy really quick when i go when i've been going up to work for M Sport on the shop floor then going testing and then working for other teams and uh just doing everything this weather crew and if that time all racks up at the wrong time yeah someone wasn't very happy
0: no uh, but you've been doing work for Sport as well
1: yeah yeah so um when everything was more normal um i'll be going up to Sport as much as i can i was doing any any job i can uh weather crew working on the shop floor just doing anything i can and just being around the cars, you learn so much and you have a lot more uh, sympathy on the car when you know know how it's built and how it's put together.
0: Very wise words there. So who is your inspiration? Who is it that you look up to with your rallying?
1: So, of course, for me, I'll be biased. Uh, having Richard Burns, who's my godfather and he's very close to our family, so that would always be um, uh, the person I'll be looking up to in rallying.
0: Quite an impressive godfather to have had, uh, the great Richard Burns. What do you think your plans will be after COVID nineteen? The world
1: will be quite different after this, the way everyone takes care and looks after themselves. So I think it'll be quite a while. Um, but of course, you, we need to know as soon as as soon as we can find an event that's going, we need to aim for it, and that will give a lot of motivation. And that will be in any industry when everyone knows some certainty. Um, so it's yeah it's hard to say what we'll be doing but it'll be in four-wheel drive in the r5 and we're just we'll be trying to find events that uh probably gravel uh that i can just pick and choose however much more of this year we get which is as hard for everyone to yeah,
0: say we'll so do you think you have to go testing before your event or do you reckon you can just get it straight back into a car now and do an event
1: yeah, of course I'll go testing uh, before because the budget sort of changed now. because probably a less busy year than planned. So, yeah, we'll, I'll go testing before most likely. But I don't want we don't want to do too much testing testing because um, testing testing it's not the same as uh, racing. Because um, if you, you you it's the same as the rally games. You, if you go round and round and round all the time, you know where you're going. And as soon as you come to a real rally stage and uh you have to trust your co-driver it's a different story
0: yeah i can imagine that's where you're supposed to plug a uh, forest experience high school <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I,
0: uh... <laughs> um,
1: that's where we need to um yeah i need to get the mileage and, uh, pay of the pace notes, and that's the aim at the moment
0: yeah so who's your co-driver for the season when you get back um
1: it's changing at the moment mm-hmm. i had a uh, I had Jamie Edwards with me on my first event in four-wheel drive this year, which was uh, worked really well. And then we, then when we were making up our plans as well, Jamie's eventually retired because he's having his third kid. Uh, so I don't think he was allowed out. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Things might have changed now um so we're not sure
0: what do you think He just just got rid of the children couldn't stand them being in the house too much with him
1: yeah yeah he might need to get out i think
0: um and just two more questions um first of all what's your biggest distraction what's your guilty pleasure that keeps you from your focused life of the the work dynamic and trying to keep your fitness up and and so on
1: uh yeah i get distracted a lot um yeah it's not good (laughs) um yeah, what do I get distracted from? Well, when it's when it's the driving, there's not much distraction because that's exactly what I want to do. But yes, uh, the kitchen's pretty bad. So have got be careful in the kitchen, especially, uh, yeah, the biscuits. You mean
0: cooking, cleaning, you know, chores? No, or... no,
1: no. no I've got yeah, biscuits in.
0: It's okay, you're allowed to say you eat biscuits, it's all right. You know, you're really driving,
1: they won't me. mind. I have plenty, I have, I have, plenty. I have enough.
0: So <laughs> we'll make sure you take the biscuits away before you start competing again. And um, what's your advice for up-and-coming drivers?
1: i say there's probably there's a great system in the UK, uh, especially the Junior 1000 Rally Championship. It's really good. There's a top-class uh, group of drivers. As always, when I was doing it, there was, must be about 20 people doing it, a complete mix of everybody. And it's, just, it's a great competition. That's a great place to start. Then after that, um, you just got to look at the bigger picture of being an all-round driver. Uh, every, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of fast drivers around, but there's not that many complete drivers, and that's um, what everyone expects nowadays. You have to have the money. You have to have the fitness, the driving, the pace notes. Um, you got to have everything.
0: It's a massive thing these days, isn't it? You have to be the whole package. Yeah,
1: that's what's that's what's different about modern day sport. A lot of people expect uh, the full package. So that do you feel um, quite
0: a lot of pressure with that?
1: yeah there's of course that's um it's always harder but it's always good for you to be good at everything
0: and you touched on this a little bit earlier and sorry i won't keep you too much longer but you said that you think it'd be quite different when everyone starts going back do you think everyone will come back because at the end of the day you know it's a big expensive sport and to sit at home you know you can realize what you've been missing out on you know you might have that time with your family you don't always have you've got other interests might be interested in and you know forgot about because motorsport does take up your life do you think you won't see as much competition or do you think everyone will be itching to get back
1: I think there'll be other things than um those the things you mentioned There, I think there could be quite a big shake up uh, because the, uh, the sport is an expensive sport, as you said, and I think this is going to cause us, It's going to be really hard, and it's, it's really hard on us, and it's uh, hard on uh, pretty much everybody. So I don't know. I think you might, if there's a recession, hope hoping not. But if there is, it could uh, yeah be really hard on the sport. But we know what we're aiming for. And there's a lot of different. There's a lot of opportunities out there, but we just have to look for different areas. And uh, yeah, I, But anyway, I think everyone will be itching to get back as soon as it gets started again.
0: And that was Tom Williams. Thank you, Tom, for your time. You've got a very wise head on young shoulders. That was a really interesting chat. Um, I actually first met Tom in the summer last year at Goodwood Festival of Speed um, when I was driving for Jaguar, and I was obviously a bit nervous because those F-type Jags that I was driving, there was only two of them in the world. So I was quite nervous and um, they started the stage and I really am not overly familiar with that stage at all. And uh, I went over to Tom who was parked next to me and asked him if he could very kindly sit next to me and just read out these paste notes that I'd very scrappily written down with my mum the night before when I was watching YouTube and just kind of made some notes. I think it was like on the back of a menu or something because we didn't have any paper and Tom did actually accept and he sat next to me and guided me through the Goodwood stage. So thank you for that, Tom. You saved me there. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening to Motorsport Now. Please like and subscribe and spread the word. If you would like to get in touch at all, please message me on my Instagram, Jade Motorsport. Thank you to the podcast sponsors, Forest Experience and Group Motorsport. Thank you again and stay safe.